Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, be awesome listeners, and welcome to episode eight. I am fortunate enough to be on site today because it is a scorcher outside, uh, measured about 102 to 104 in the heat index, and the peach tree just wasn't going to hold it. And uh, today I am lucky to have entrepreneur, founder of an up-and-coming startup that I am just so excited to have here with me. His name is Danny Callahan, in case you don't know who he is. He is the founder and creator of OldWhiteBalls.com. Hey, Danny, welcome, and thanks for having uh, having me here in your office, your galactic headquarters. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, great. Hey, Danny, tell, tell me a little bit about yourself. How old are you? 11. You're 11. Man, and you started a business world real early on. You going in, well, you, go, you must still be in school, or did you decide to just do this as a full-time gig? I'm going into sixth grade. Sixth grade, all right. Well, great. So you're doing this as kind of a, a side gig, uh, if you will, uh, doing the oldwhiteballs.com. And, you know, uh, tell me a little bit about oldwhiteballs.com. What is it? We sell some of the best used golf balls anywhere. Wow. And uh, everybody can use golf balls, and uh, they're, they're expensive new. So if you can get them used, why not uh, take advantage of a, of a discounted deal? Uh, but i got to tell you, a real funny name. Uh, oldwhiteballs.com. Where did you come up with that? Because no one loses any of the funny-looking fluorescent ones. Oh, my God. That's the truth. I've actually never hit a fluorescent golf ball, and maybe uh, not a lot of people use them, but I've never seen a lost one in the woods either. So um, that's really cool. And you got a website up, and you've got uh, you've got a phone number on the website. Um, for those of you that call the phone number on the website looking to place an order, Danny's 11. Uh, he is my son. His galactic headquarters also double as his bedroom. Uh, so he's up over the garage of our house here, uh, nicely air-conditioned. And where he's 11 doesn't have a cell phone, the phone number's to me. You can place orders and uh, we'll fulfill them uh, locally. Uh, we're not shipping anything uh, yet, but he sells golf balls on the South Shore starting at $9 a dozen. And uh, the ultimate dozen Pro V1 top condition, couldn't tell they were uh, ever used, I think, are 15 or 16 bucks. And uh, he's, he's selling them like crazy. He was smart enough to see that his uh, grandfather had about 5,000 of them in his basement. He, uh, my grand, his grandfather, my dad, is uh, retired and walks golf courses in his spare time and collects golf balls and then cleans them, but didn't uh, have an outlet to get rid of them. So Danny's uh, picked that up, and that's what he does in his uh, spare time outside of uh, everything else he's got going on. So couldn't be more proud of uh, Danny he is uh, one of the most incredible 11-year-olds. I know every parent says that about their kids, but he is uh, just a phenomenal young boy, man, becoming a man, getting close. Uh, shaving yet? No. Not yet? Not yet? Okay, soon enough. Uh, let's slow down on the growing up, buddy, all right? All right. <laughs> all right, well, I got to tell you, thanks for keeping your office clean and turning the lights off when you leave. That helps with the bills uh, that I still pay, and uh, when this thing takes off, I'll be collecting some rent from you. So, just wanted to give you a heads up on that. Sound good? Um, no. All right. Well, we'll work. We'll work on that. Um, I gotta say, uh, sorry, it's a couple days late on the podcast. Um, I actually did one under the peach tree with Danny, 
and uh, he did phenomenal. His uh, his his pitch and his uh, sharing what he does and how he does it was spot on, just like it is tonight. But uh, I was I was challenged, and um, I think that's what we'll talk about here this evening is uh, a little bit on the business side of things, um, and and also talk about the importance of having people in your tribe that are. Uh, able to give you criticism and, and discussion and sharing um, how you're doing. And the reality of um, Be Awesome is, you know, I put an incredible amount of pressure on myself to try to uh, exude awesomeness every day, every way. And uh, even I struggle at times, and Sunday was no exception. Uh, Danny and I and and his mom and, and younger brother we're up in uh, New Hampshire for six days where we stayed at, uh, at one of our favorite places in the world, uh, Christmas Farm Inn in Jackson, New Hampshire. Uh, the owners, Gary and Sandra, are just uh, great, great people. They, uh, they, they just exemplify uh, the customer experience, which is a great buzzword right now. Uh, their staff, Kathy and Brittany and Josh and all the gang up there, uh, they're like an extended family at this point. We've been going up for about eight years, and uh, they just they, they, they you just get there and everything just seems to click. And it's not that it's the most extravagant. It's actually some of the oldest buildings I think in the country. I know in New Hampshire, uh, one of the main house was actually the original jail and court, and it's had all these different uh, roles. But one of the cabins is a a maple sh- was the maple sugar where they make maple syrup right yeah in the sugar house they made the maple syrup in and then they have the smoke house for the that they used to do the meats and things and uh, it's just kind of a uh, a neat place but the the people is what makes it uh really awesome and uh we got home on uh, on saturday and it just seemed like uh everything was spinning in a negative in a negative fashion um and I took it out on my podcast, and I didn't mean to. I thought I was uh, thought I did okay. I thought uh, uh, I was putting out some good stuff. My points were on my my tonality, my attitude, and my execution were severely flawed, and uh, it, it revolved around three or four different experiences. And um, one of the things I'll share with everybody here is whatever business you're in, whatever you do for work. Danny, at 11 years old, is understanding and learning this, is he's in the, he's always going to be in the customer service business. His business, oldwhiteballs.com, uh, it may or may not take off. Uh, hopefully he sells all of his uh, grandfather's golf balls that could hopefully fund his, uh, uh, his Lego collection or whatever he's looking for. Um, but whatever Danny does from this point forward, he's learning and learned that he's in the customer service business first. Right now, he's in the customer service business, and he just happens to sell golf balls. And I know with uh, all certainty that if someone called and said that one golf ball was scuffed or didn't come to the satisfaction, he'd get on his bike and go to that person's house or ask me to drive him to that person's house to make things right. A friend of mine's got a company, and his T-shirt's on all his employees. It's just very simple. Do the right thing. And... Uh, Lately in my business experiences um, and, and personal commerce experiences, uh, customer service has been just absolutely abysmal and accountability is, is horrific. 
Um, I can give an example. I switched wireless providers, and the old wireless provider sent me a nasty gram. I thought I paid up. I didn't. Uh, I had some outstanding balance. It happens. Um, but they sent me a nasty gram, and so they gave had a phone number to call. I called the phone number, and because I was no longer a customer, they couldn't look up my information and had to send me to a different department. So they said, but they just didn't want to do the extra legwork to actually find my account and do everything. So they would cycle me through the exact same situation to the same department to a different person. Happened three times. It was a half an hour of my life. I won't get back. And not one of those people took responsibility or accountability to resolve the situation, which was just getting the accurate information to fulfill my being able to pay the bill. Uh, we've had this refrigerator nightmare that has just gone on for two plus weeks. Um, just countless examples of just people that are in business working and don't understand that what they're doing, whatever it is, is customer service centric first. The customer is what you want to take care of. I'm not saying the customer is always right. Not going to go into all that uh, examples and things. But what I will say is that whatever you do, whatever your role whether you're in the accounting department, the marketing department, the sales department, development, applications, front desk, CEO, CMO, CRO, CFO, C whatever O, whatever your role in that company is, you have a talent and skill. The first one to put in that talent or skill department is customer service. And the customer might be internal um, or it might be external, but there's got to be a customer with a transaction, and it's so vitally important that we wake up uh, as many days as we can in as many ways as we can with that mentality and that mindset that we are going to be customer solutions uh, providers, uh, customer solutions experts, some customer solution uh, acronym to make whatever that challenge is corrected challenge this week would be for you at some point you're going to come into your life and by the way the customer servicing we could we could put that as a personal uh that's in our personal life as well um our significant others can come to us with uh, a problem and a lot of times um problems just want to be heard but sometimes there's a problem that could provide us with uh, a need for a solution. So my challenge is if you find yourself <clears throat> being posed with problems that people just come to you with or a number of times that they do, think about how you handle it. Do you listen to the problem and say, I know exactly how you feel. I understand. I'm sorry you're going through this. Uh, something that any number of us have heard a thousand times when we call into an 800 number. Or do you take the ownership and say, I see where the mistake is here. Let me go ahead and pick this up, take over, and make sure that we get you the resolution that you need. And here are the, the, the thoughts, the ideas. Here's the options. Here's something. Not just too bad, so sad, we're glad uh, you called um, and send you on your way. But doing something that actually makes a difference in someone's life in a positive way. I'll share with you... Uh, I was on a group page uh, this morning getting caught up with uh, my social media learning lessons 101 and getting ready to put my plan together for the upcoming week. And I saw a video um, titled The Starfish so Story. And uh, the 
premise on it is there was a, a elderly man walking. This is from I think a, a story written. I the woman's name escapes me, but it was around 1968. The original story was created and shared. Uh, <clears throat> there was an elderly man walking in the beach early or uh, late at night. The sun was. I think the sun was setting or the sun was rising. So it was either early in the morning or late at night, obviously, one of the two. The The tide was going out, and there were starfish all over the beach. And the, the elderly man came up on a young boy who was tossing a starfish in one at a time, because that's all he could do, back into the ocean. And the elderly man said to the young boy, you know, what are you doing? And the young boy looked and said, the, the sun is setting the tide is going out and if I don't throw these starfish back into the ocean they'll certainly die and the elderly man chuckled and looked around and just said there's just so many starfish and without batting a, an eye the young boy took the next starfish picked it up and threw it in the water and said I just made a difference for that one uh, I couple that with Danny's uh, fortune cookie he got with his Chinese food last night do you remember what the words were on that one it was something like, when you give, the reaction is better than the action. Yeah, I think that I think that's pretty close to it. Um, if you give, uh, the reaction is better than the action. And so what that means is that, for me, is that if you go ahead and do something that's good, um, that reaction that's going to happen, that result uh, that they're going to get, is going to be far greater than what you do. But the most important thing is don't do nothing. Do something and and make the difference. Uh, you have no idea how big of a difference um, taking ownership and doing what's right and taking accountability and responsibility uh, is. And, you know, we spend a lot of our time complaining um, about our careers, our positions, our lives, our whatever, um, and we just kind of go through the motions. If you're doing that, you might want to analyze and look at what, what it is you're trying to get out of life. I can tell you that the three people that gave me the runaround trying to pay a bill, um, I can tell you that they were doing nothing more than taking up time, costing a company money, and not advancing any further in their roles or careers, and probably getting burnt out, uh, upset, possibly depressed that's not what life's about life's about making a difference life's about being different doing things that make sense and make you happy so if answering the phone and helping people with bills isn't your cup of tea find a different cup uh i got uh questioned about my um podcast recently when i said that i had talked to someone that was unhappy in their job and i i just kind of made a uh a comment that I said you should quit. It wasn't that knee jerk of a you should quit. Uh, it was uh, a little bit more analysis, a little bit more in depth. Um, I've heard a couple times from a couple different speakers a great a great line that I use a lot when things don't seem right, which is, "Don't make a permanent decision on a temporary problem." And you have to analyze that, and you have to look at, you know, I'm unhappy right now. Is this because of change, and I hate change. By the way, everybody hates change. Um, the that's kind of the typical saying. I can tell you, change. Uh, what change is 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 uh, constantly being out of your comfort zone, and 
as a t-shirt I have says as a circle it says comfort zone and then a line way outside of it and says where the magic happens uh, I'm constantly on my toes with change uh, change in latitudes change in uh, work design change in life uh, you know, having an eight month old, you're constantly changing diapers. So lots of change going on. Uh, and it's crazy and it's scary at times, but I can tell you there's something to be said about that shirt. The magic really does happen there. The feeling alive is there. Um, but you gotta, uh, you gotta be able to take the leap and it, it could be on a, on a daily, uh, on a daily basis. But if you're truly unhappy and it's all the time, and you feel that happiness can be found somewhere else, at least look. If you're just unhappy, you're probably going to be unhappy just about everywhere. You probably want to look at yourself and look at some things differently and what needs to change in your life as a whole. Um, a change in career is probably not going to fix everything. Uh, you could, might be going to a different dog with the same fleas. You know, that grass is greener con complex concept. Um, but the biggest thing that I can say is look at where you feel the problems are. See if there's something you can fix. See if part of that is something that has to do with you. I always, as a, as a sales leader, and challenges would arise, I would always analyze it with it. Is it a me, a we, or a, or a you? Uh, you know, is this something that, that I've done directly as your, as your, as your leader? Is this something that we've done together collaboratively through miscommunication, misrepresentation, mis whatever, misguided um, understanding of something unintentional? Or is this a you thing? Is this your attitude? Is this um, a failure to, to, to adjust to a new process, a new program, something? But you want to look at all that stuff. So uh, don't just quit. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of people that are unhappy with their with their uh, current employment or their current situation. Um, that it's something will pass. You're going through something else, and that's the other thing. Really look at yourself and see what's going on. Typically, uh, and I, I take a lot from Ray Dalio's book that was uh, recommended to me, Principles. But getting to the root of the problem is something that many of us don't do. We just look at the surface of the problem and we say, well, he's unhappy. Well, in the book principles, the idea is to, to, to ask why until you get to the root of the problem. Why is he unhappy? Well, there's not a, there's there's too much work on his desk. Well, why is there too much work on his desk? We've had incredible turnover and we're short-staffed. Well, why are we short-staffed? Because our leadership has decided to do X, Y, and Z. Well, why have they decided to do that? Because we don't have enough budget. Why don't we have enough budget? Well, there's not enough sales or whatever there is. Well, why is that? And then we get to the core of the problem. And once you get to the root of that problem, whatever that is, then everything else gets fixed along the way with it. And uh, it's a much better situation. So when you're saying I'm not happy or I'm not enjoying myself or I don't enjoy my career, uh, ask yourself those whys a bunch of times until you get to the root of the problem. That's when you'll start to see the magic happen. That's when you'll start to make things happen differently. And that's when you'll be more excited and engaged with life as a whole. Um, 
I'm, I'm really appreciative of the group that I have that are my sounding boards. I have four, now five people that I have in a trusted circle that I send this out to. going to be sending this out as soon as I'm done talking to my buddy here. Uh, and they listen to the podcast. They give me their time uh, ahead of schedule, typically on Sunday nights, and they report back quickly so that if I can get it out for Monday, um, I do. And they could have very easily... Any of them could have very easily told me that uh, this wasn't a this was a fine podcast. Let it go, launch it, do whatever. But they were all in tune. Uh, none of them know each other, by the way. They don't know who is listening, uh, and and don't cross talk or anything. They're all anonymous to each other. Uh, all all of the four this week uh, were in sync with the um, thoughts uh, and the. The, the suggestion that I re-record. Uh, I can't thank you enough for giving me your time, for giving me your open, honest feedback, and for being great friends and uh, people I genuinely care about and appreciate knowing your feedback shows me that you genuinely care about me. It's hard to give people bad news uh, or difficult news or negative, construed negative news. Uh, the ones that can do that to you and you still have a smile on your face and appreciate it are the people you want around you. So uh, I'm going to leave you here this week. As always, you can find me uh, at beawesome.com, B-E-A-U-S-M.com. Uh, I've got my podcast tab. I'm actually going to, this isn't, people that are listening aren't going to uh, need this, but I'm going to put a how to listen to the podcast if you're listening to this via the website and you want to take me with you to your car or wherever your mobile device takes you, uh, I'm going to have a how to listen to the podcast and all the different platforms and putting that together. It should be on the website and live here in the next couple of days for you. Um, but Josh at BeAwesome.com, love the emails, love the comments, love the shares, love the likes. Um, if you're If you're feeling good, not feeling good, however you feel about our po- podcast, Please feel free to send uh, keep put reviews on whether it's iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever uh, you're listening. YouTube, um, trying to put you on it, put on as many platforms as possible so that you don't need to search for us outside of where your normal listening lies. Uh, really been an exciting, incredible uh, eight episodes. Each one seems to be getting me more comfortable and more in tune with. Uh, where we're trying to go with this. I have incredible, as you can see, awesome people around me um, with just fantastic stories, motivational and upbeat. Paul Anastasi last week was uh, was a, a truly um, emotional f- for both of us. A lot of what you heard um, was shared for the first time uh, in a year and a half between the two of us. So... Um, that was pretty powerful for for me, and I was I was appreciative that I have something now um, f- that's out there forever. So, have a great week, everybody. Sorry, it's a couple days delayed, but uh, I wasn't feeling too awesome, and uh, wasn't doing too awesome, and I wanted to give you uh, the weekly awesome experience. I'm sure I'll have one that's not as awesome that I'll release anyway, so you know that uh, I do that from time to time, but. Uh, In the meantime, we'll be talking to you next week. In order to uh, do awesome, you got to be awesome. Right, Danny? Yep. I love you, buddy. You too. Have a great week, everybody.